Section 40 of the Sikh Religion, Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read for you by Chiquito Crasto. The Sikh Religion, Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors, Volume 2, by Max Arthur McAuliffe. Life of Guru Ramdas Chapter 5 Part I Asa Chant The supreme importance of the Guru's instruction. Through love of the Guru's instruction, I have obtained real life during life. The Guru gave me God's name and implanted in it my heart. He implanted in it my heart, and all doubt and trouble have departed. Under the Guru's instruction, I have meditated on the unseen and inapprehensible. I have obtained the pure and supreme dignity. On singing the true Guru's hymns, the voice of the unbeaten strain ever resoundeth. Nanak, God the giver bestowed on me a gift, my light hath blended with his. The perverse die in their perversity, saying their property was their own. They attach their hearts to skin-covered filth, which cometh for a moment, and in a moment departeth. They attach their hearts to skin-covered filth, which is fleeting as the dye of the safflower. They go now to the east and now to the west, as a potter's wheel revolveth. In sorrow they eat, in sorrow they amass and enjoy, they extend their increase of sorrow. Nanak, if man enter the Guru's asylum, he shall easily cross the dangerous ocean. My God is good, inaccessible, and unfathomable. I asked my merchant, the true Guru, for God as my stock in trade. I asked for God as my stock in trade, and bought his name. Since then I sing God's praises, and they are pleasing to me. I have banished sleep and hunger and become absorbed in divine tranquillity. Dealers of one description come and take away God's name as they profit. Nanak, it is they who offer their souls and bodies to the Guru who acquire it. The great ocean of God is full of jewels upon jewels. They obtain them to whom the Guru's words are pleasing. They to whom the Guru's words are pleasing obtain the priceless unrivaled jewels. They who have obtained thy unrivaled name, O God, have their storehouses filled with thy service. I have churned the ocean of the body. I have seen a rare thing come to view. The Guru is God, and God is the Guru. Nanak, there is no difference between them, my brethren. The following hymn is in effect a glorification of the Sikh religion, which sprang up in the Kal or in the fourth and last age of the world. The Kal age is therefore here made out to be the best of all the four ages. In the Sat age, all men were contented. Religion had four legs, and men meditated on God. They sang of God with heart and soul, acquired the greatest happiness, and every heart possessed a knowledge of God's excellences. A knowledge of God's excellences was men's wealth, he was their salvation, and the pious became illustrious. At home or abroad there was but the one God and no other. Men fixed their attention on him. His name was their helper. In his court they acquired honour. Then came the Treth age. Though worldliness began to press on men's hearts, yet they practised continence and austerities. One leg of religion dropped off. Three legs remained. In men's minds and hearts wrath was inflamed. A great poisonous fermentation in men's hearts and souls was wrath. Kings made war and suffered in the conflict. Men's hearts were attacked by diseases of egotism and pride. Their conceit and arrogance increased. If my God be merciful, 
the poison shall depart by the guru's instruction and god's name the dwapar age came men wandered in doubt god created the milkmaids and krishan penitents practiced not penances men initiated sacrifices and offerings and performed many religious ceremonies they performed religious ceremonies the second leg of religion dropped off and two legs remained many heroes engaged in great wars through pride they ruined themselves and others he who is compassionate to the poor caused man to meet the sainted guru and on meeting him impurity departed when god made the kal age religion had lost three legs and only the fourth remained they who acted according to the guru's instruction obtained god's name as their medicine and in singing his praises obtained divine rest the season for the praises of god arrived his name was magnified and the field of god's name germinated if in the kal age any other seed than the name be sown men lose all their profit and capital nanak when the true guru hath been found he showeth the name in man's heart god's attributes my great god is inaccessible inapprehensible eternal pure formless his condition cannot be described immeasurable is his glory my god is invisible and illimitable god is invisible illimitable and boundless only he knoweth himself what can this poor creature utter o god which could be a description of thee he on whom thou castest thy glance of favour meditateth on thee under the guru's instruction thou great god art inaccessible inapprehensible eternal pure formless thou art the primal male the boundless creator thy limit cannot be ascertained thou art uninterruptedly within every heart and in everything art thou contained within the heart is the supreme brahm the supreme god whose end cannot be found he hath no form or outline he is unseen and inapprehensible but under the guru's instruction the invisible becometh visible he who beholdeth god shall ever be happy day and night and shall be easily absorbed in his name thou art the primal male the boundless creator thy limit cannot be ascertained thou art the true supreme being ever indestructible o god thou art the treasury of excellences o god thou alone art the lord there is none besides thou art the omniscient being thou art omniscient and most exalted there is none so great as thou thine is the word thou pervadest everything what thou doest cometh to pass the one god is contained in everything the pious behold thee o god on repeating thy name thou art the true supreme god ever indestructible o god thou art the treasury of excellences thou art the creator of all thy glory is everywhere thou settest everything in motion as thou pleasest thou settest everything in motion as thou pleasest everything is subject to thy word everything is subject to thy word when it pleaseth thee man obtaineth greatness therefrom if man obtain wisdom from the guru's instruction and efface himself he shall be absorbed in the word thy word cannot be grasped it can be obtained from the guru's instruction nanak he who obtaineth it shall be absorbed in the name thou art the creator of all thy glory is everywhere thou settest everything in motion as thou pleasest the guru's soul is thoroughly saturated with god's love mine eyes are wet with god's nectar my soul is dyed with his love 
God applied his touchstone to the heart and found it brightest gold. Through the Guru my soul and body are dyed with a deep colour. The slave Nanak hath perfumed himself with the musk of God's love, and his whole life is supremely blessed. The word of God's love, which is a pointed arrow, hath smitten his heart. He who feeleth the pain of love knoweth its torment. He who in life is dead is said to have obtained deliverance while alive. Nanak prayeth, O God, may the true Guru cause me to meet thee, that I may cross over the dangerous world. I, ignorant and stupid, have sought thine asylum. May I obtain the love of God. I have obtained God from the perfect Guru. I pray for the service of God alone. My soul and body are pleased with thy word. I repeat it with endless pleasure. On meeting the saints, Nanak hath obtained God in their association. O thou compassionate to the poor, hear my supplication, O God, Lord, King. I pray for the protection of God's name, and God putteth it into my mouth. O God, it is thy function to love thy saints and preserve their honour. The slave Nanak hath sought thy protection. Thy name hath saved him. The Guru had found God, who is a diamond in the golden fortress of the body. On searching and searching for God, the friend, I have found him under the Guru's instruction. It is known that God is in the golden fortress of the body. God is a diamond and a jewel with which my soul and body are pierced. Having been very fortunate at my birth, I have obtained God. Nanak is needed with his essence. I, a young woman, continually arise and inquire the road to my spouse. The true Guru, reminding me of God's pain, putteth me on his road. The name, the antidote to the poison of pride, is the support of my soul and body. The slave Nanak prayeth, O God, grant me to meet the true Guru, who hath already met thee. Through the Guru, O beloved, come to me, who have been so long separated from thee. My soul and body are very sad. Mine eyes are moist with God's love. O Guru, show me God the Beloved. On meeting Him, my soul shall be happy. Nanak, God hath appointed me, a fool, to perform His duty. The Guru's body is moistened with God's nectar, and He sprinkleth it on His disciples. They whose hearts are pleased with the Guru's words, drink their fill of nectar. The Guru being pleased, I have obtained God, and I shall no longer be buffeted. Nanak, the man of God and God have become one. God ever preserves his saints. God produced saints in every age, and continueth to preserve their honour. God destroyed the wicked Harnakas and saved Pralhad. God turned his back on the proud and the slanderers, but showed his face to Namdev. Nanak hath so served his God that he will deliver him at last. It is said that the following hymn was composed by Guru Ramdas before he had become Guru. Guru Amar Das was highly pleased with this and other compositions of his saintly son-in-law. Come home, O my beloved soul, which hath wandered afar. O Guru, cause me to meet God, my beloved, that he may dwell in my heart. Thou shalt be happy, O my dear, if God show thee mercy. Nanak, when the Guru is pleased, my dear, he will blend man with God. I did not heartily taste God's love, my dear, so the thirst of my heart hath never been slaked. My dear, it formeth ever new desires. Youth is ever passing away, my dear. The God of death stealeth away the breath. Nanak, 
She is a fortunate wife, my dear, who claspeth God to her heart. Mine eyes are refreshed by the beloved, my dear, as a chatrik with his raindrops. On drinking the raindrops of God, my dear, my heart is comforted. Separation from God kept me awake, my dear, and I could by no means sleep. But now Nanak, by loving the Guru, hath obtained God, the friend, my dear, and is at rest. In the month of Chet, my dear, beginneth the pleasant season of spring. But without my beloved, my dear, the dust was flying about my coat. There was hope in my heart, and I was waiting, my dear. Both mine eyes are fixed on him. But now Nanak, on seeing the Guru, is happy, my dear, as a mother on seeing her child. My dear, the true Guru hath repeated to me tales and legends of God. I am a sacrifice to the Guru, my dear, who hath caused me to meet God. God hath fulfilled all my desires, my dear. I have obtained the fruit of my heart desired. When God is pleased, my dear, the slave Nanak is absorbed in the name. Without the love of my beloved God, I rejoice not. How shall I find the Guru through whom I may behold my beloved? If the bounteous God cause me to meet the great Guru, I shall meet him. Nanak, he on whose forehead it was so written in the beginning, shall find the Guru, my dear. End of section 40 Read for you by Chiquito Crasto, Lubbock, Texas